I think we should, we should start world. because it's where we're twenty <laughs> sure, minutes in. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. <laughs> I think the gremlins are all out for the it, moment. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we should give something for water too. Oh, uh, uh, let's get started. Let's get started. So I think I, I, I lost the. What do you call? It? I mean, it's been so long because we took a long sabbatical. You know, given that. Um, what, what's the, what? The I'm, is, I'm looking forward to what the reason is that you're going to give now. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> I don't because know what I it is. To say. I don't know what it is. But so I'm kind I, of like, I, okay, I was, in real time, invent something. You know, I was I was about to say, you know, closure is a done language. So the <laughs> podcast is done. That's that the was my intention is, almost. Okay. So the podcast is basically tracking the the minds of rich and the like. You know the the. Um, the I don't know the the elders of uh, closure, and then it thought, nah, fuck, I think we we're done, I guess. And then, but then we keep finding new, awesome people to talk to, so we nice. had to come back. It's like you know, all the imagine that I was sitting in like uh, Sylvester Stallone somewhere, and there is a huge helicopter coming, and then saying, "We need you back." <laughs> <laughs> One last podcast before One you retire. Last <laughs> So they, oh they had to coast me back in, and, and then oh my you know, gosh. and Ray, and just just imagine that you know me sitting somewhere <laughs> trying to That's code enclosure in a in a hut somewhere, and then there is a huge <laughs> helicopter hovering around. Kira you need to come back to and speak. tell the people. Yeah. <laughs> I have something to say. Wait. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, I think Ooh, we, we just got uh, got a bit uh, complacent and uh, lazy, and also given that the world is doing so good. So we were enjoying <laughs> fun. It's just outliving my sweet life. <laughs> exactly. Too yeah. too wrapped up in the beautiful life. Yeah. So it's it's I think it's time to every now and then come out of the other, come to the surface and breathe all the crap that is happening out there. Well, another, another, anyway, another way of looking yeah. at it, VJ, is that like with global warming, the summer has went on for so, so long. Yeah. But exactly. it kind of this That's is true. the end of our official summer break now, you know. That's true. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. true. It's like it's actually it's like twenty degrees Celsius. You guys, yeah, you're not neither of you are in America. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're not, we're not, we're not, uh, we're Heathens. not mental. We use yeah. we use yeah, proper. Yeah. <laughs> we're not barbarians. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's. Uh... <laughs> there, there, there goes the entire U.S. audience. <laughs> there goes all the Americans just turned off the podcast. Mm. Gone. Yeah, I think they turned off a long time ago with all the fucking and fighting. <laughs> yeah. It's true, yeah. Sorry, but yeah, yeah it's. Uh, I was gonna say it's been like twenty degrees here today, which is like un crazy, uncharacteristically warm yeah. this time of year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. It's, anyway, let's start. Let's let's start on that happy note then. So it's uh, it's still nice summer weather in Canada, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so. We're getting this little bonus wave. Yeah. Exactly. The Indian more, more summer, D-vitamin. actually. That's you know, and you're getting exactly. an Indian true. podcast, you know, so it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you want to experience Indian summer. You know, forty degrees, oh, mosquitoes everywhere. Mm. Um, I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Indians. Um, but they're all turning anyway. off now. <laughs> We've built up such a good reputation with the diaspora, but you know, like we're, we're fucked again. <laughs> I think it's it's almost like a bingo card that we have. Like every country, every possible. In a group of it's people true, that we can yeah. offend, and then we keep checking them. Like, oh, did we offend them? No, not yet. Hmm, okay, <laughs> not yet. we'll Better get we'll get to reason. them, I guess. 
<laughs> Actually, there has been some good news. Uh, we, we were talking a bit of politics beforehand, but like uh, seeing the back of Bolsonaro has got to be good for everyone. So well yes. done, the Brazilians. Uh, fuck you, the yeah. Brazilians who voted for him, but, you know, they, they can fuck <laughs> off anyway. You know, uh, they're not listening to closure. I hope not. You know, I'm sure, yeah. You never know. Yeah, we might know. be super popular in the right wingy, you know, That's coding true. Isn't, base, code uh, basis. New Bank is Brazilian, right? Is that yeah, yes. New Bank yes. is Brazilian, yeah. but they're all closureians, yeah. you know, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. there's I bet there's a, a sizable closure Brazilian cohort. I think so, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's do a proper introduction. Oh, yeah, okay. So uh, welcome, <laughs> sure, <yeah>. welcome, <laughs> welcome back to Defen. Uh, I know. Uh, I think lots of people are missing us. At least two of you. So welcome back. <laughs> um, so we are back with all the way from Canada, uh, Kira on the podcast that you've been, I don't know, people already noticed and then know already who it is because we usually put the name in the title of the podcast. So it's not that secret anymore so, <laughs> right, right, that right. you're on the show. So welcome to the show, Kira. <laughs> Maybe it's a good uh, a good time to you know introduce yourself and tell us why are we here? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Uh, I don't actually know. All of a sudden, I seem to have stumbled into this world of uh, closure, closure developers. But uh, yeah, no, thanks for having me. I yeah, my name's Kira. I guess as you mentioned, I write software for a living. I uh, I guess we connected a, a little while ago, but in the recent months, I've taken on a couple of projects in the data world of closure, the sort of, mm -hmm. um, I don't know if that's the best way to describe it, but yeah, a couple of projects related to trying to, to build some educational resources for people using data or sorry, using closure to work with data. So I, um, am mostly a web developer and kind of stumbled into this whole world. I even, I, I stumbled into closure in the first place. So I was, doing the like Ruby JavaScript kind of more mm. classic web developer thing mm, for mm, some years. Yeah. And then um, just kind of happened to find this job with a team of UK pay, UK based developers building open data publishing tools for several agencies over there. Um, the company was called Swirl and has recently been acquired by TPX Impact. Um, but anyway, I've been contracting with them for uh, several years now and yeah, so mostly I do web development stuff in my day job, but we work with a lot of data and we uh, help a lot of agencies kind of curate and publish their data. And so that's what kind mm -hmm. of got me into that world. With the closure, you, you learned, uh, uh, sorry, so what was the first touch point? I mean, is it something before you joined this company or did you already know about closure? And uh... For closure? No, yeah, yeah so I... Um, I had never really worked with or even heard much about Clojure before I joined this team. But um, yeah, I tend to search for jobs based on like the team and the yeah. work, like the type of work more than the yeah. language, although that's Technology, probably changed. Yeah. I, I don't know if I would go back to any other language <laughs> besides Clojure now. But at the time, like before, closure done, or like, death. Ruby. yeah, Clojure, I'm putting software. Um, but yeah, before this job, I had learned like a new language for every job. So it was normal to me to just not really care about the stack and focus more on like the, what the company was doing basically and yeah, like what the yeah. kind of work was. And so, 
um, yeah, so I was like, whatever, I'll try it out. I'll see how closure goes. And we did like a, a couple months, like kind of trial run, like understanding mm. on both sides. Like if this doesn't work out, you know, if I hate closure, if I can't learn it, like I'm, they're free to let me go or I was free to leave. So, mm. um, but yeah, so yeah, no, it worked out. But it's an, um, it's an interesting moral dilemma though. If you say, okay, I'm only going to work in closure and then you say, oh, please join our tobacco company. That's <laughs> you know, true. Yeah. Are you going to say, yeah. mm, no, you know, you guys should use C, C++ and Scala and then just, just. <laughs> yeah. But remember yeah. tobacco companies no, are also making these like uh, breather machines now to help people with asthma. Oh so my gosh. They're, they're good. They're, they're on the good side now. <laughs> they're in the healthcare business. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I don't know if I would. Uh, I don't know. I don't like to think about getting another job. Like this is this is the first job I've ever had. That's like, um, I don't want to disparage like my previous jobs, but yeah, I was going to say good. Like this is the first team I've worked with where I I don't want to like just constantly quit all the time because I hate it so much. Like there are good days and bad days, obviously, but like yeah. for the most part, I definitely am secretly hoping this is like my last job I need to have in software. And after I'll figure something else out. So I don't know. But you look like I you're about, could... but you look like you're about 15 Kira. So, you know, it's like, you know. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, it's, I'm a few years, a few years away from retirement. As, as you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I'm not too sure what the plan is, but. So, so closure yeah. makes you retire either super rich or, you know, like disillusioned <sighs> about software and then just quit it. You know, either right, way, you're going to yeah. retire early if you use closure. <laughs> From software anyway. Yeah, I don't know how many more years of software development I have in me. But uh, but that's part of why I'm excited about this. Like, so one of the, yeah, the project I mentioned is this like closure data cookbook. So like, yeah, in some ways I see this as like, I'm trying to like wrap up my my time in software. I want to like sort of like get everything out of my brain, like, make some resources like try to publish some some helpful guides and then like wait i thought i thought this 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 episode was people coming to me and then bringing back into closure i didn't know that this is <laughs> turning into like we are going to kira and then telling her like no you know there is one more job that you need to do <laughs> yes <laughs> you got to do this before you quit no i'm definitely i'm definitely several years away from retiring like i'm uh it's it's not a realistic thing but i i just yeah i find I find the industry in general pretty like depressing. Like and and like there's you, there's you can find your people, you know, like you can always mm, find yeah, yeah. the small teams and the right kinds of people to work with, but like just the idea of working for like the big tech companies is totally uninteresting to me. Yeah, and I know there's yeah, lots of other yeah, people who yeah. have needs like, you know, who would hire a software developer. I mean, that's how I built my whole career working with small teams, but the problem is small teams always become big teams. So far, every job I've had, I started on a team with like two or three or maybe 10 people. And then inevitably over the course of two or three or four years, they either get acquired by a big company and you become part of a thousand person engineering team, or they, they want to blitz scale. And so they take VC money, which just invariably destroys the company. And it's like, I've never been in a job longer than I say three years before mm-hmm. something like that happened. Like they either uh, get, I mean, basically you get acquired. If you take VC money, you've been acquired by them. Right. And then yeah, the whole yeah, purpose yeah, of the company yeah. becomes generating mm-hmm. re- like revenue for the VC, which just sucks. Like it yeah, or eyeballs you. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. So, so, but you say you're working for like government agencies now. I mean, there's a whole mm-hmm. sector of the economy, you know, government, charities, NGOs, all these kind of things, and all of these, you know, software is everywhere now. So, 
I'm, I'm, yeah. A lot of these people, you know, it's not just like banks, tobacco companies, and the military that need it. <laughs> thank fuck. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. And that's very true. Like that's the thing. I do think, like, I am. I find some of the work that we do with Swirl or, or I guess, TPX now. Um, yeah, like pretty interesting. And it's, and that's the thing it's, you know, maybe it's not, it's not as glamorous as like saving the world or whatever, but it's, I'm pretty confident. It's not like actively destroying society. Like, I mean, if you, if you, if you squint long enough, like the Silicon Valley, you know, series, like everybody is saving the world, you know? Yeah. Well, (laughs) that's that's the the thing. Well, that's the thing I used to work (laughs) with American companies. And I just like, honestly, couldn't handle it anymore. This like the Silicon Valley, (laughs) like, oh, we're saving the world with our Airbnb ripoff or like our, (laughs) it's Uber for cats. Like it's just absurd. Like, I thought for a second there you actually had a, like a handle on a company that really was saving the world, you know, and it was like, who are (laughs) these people? We could find them, you know? (laughs) You're right. Yeah. No, I've tried. I've definitely like, I would say from pretty early on, like tried to at least, um, yeah, I've, I've made what I at least count as an attempt to like, you know, search, seek out those kinds of companies, like Mm, ones that are doing work for nonprofits or Mm. like, or are nonprofit themselves, or, you know, basically like all companies that have this impact stuff uh, on their radar. And, and honestly, like it's better than nothing. Like even the companies that it, yeah, I guess the problem is like, it it just makes me even more disillusioned because once you see how the sausage is made a little bit, you're like, oh boy, (laughs) like this is, I don't think we're doing as much good as we say we're doing right and it and then it kind of like the impact thing becomes just a way to get more vc dollars or Mm -hmm. just Mm -hmm. another marketing thing and it's like well that's not why i'm doing it like ultimately the problem is like the thing i hate about software is like most of the jobs like at the end of the day the purpose of your job is to just make some rich guy richer like you're not actually like really doing anything and almost Mm -hmm. all of the fruits of your labors are just like like, don't get me wrong, like software engineers are paid very well. And I'm not like, I don't think like I'm like unfairly compensated or something. And I think this is, this is arguably different in my current role, but like working for like, when I was working for American startups, it's just like, what is the point of my life? Like my, my, all I do all day is like write codes so that this rich asshole can get even richer. Like, <laughs> I don't care about that. Like that's. Yeah. So uh, you, you were part of, part, you were funded by Peter Thiel, were you? <laughs> not, not him specifically although yeah i interviewed at a couple of companies and like they they say that as if it's like a good thing oh I'm my like, god oh, we got, we're funded by peter seals vc and it's like wow i'm out okay. i'm out <laughs> yeah i'm so out i could not be more out i i, I would rather work for a tobacco company <laughs> oh, I, I i really would honestly yeah oh that's crazy yeah. i mean that's the thing i know it's complicated and i know there's like companies can do good things with dirty money or whatever but it's just like yeah i don't know the whole but american work culture really sucks too like it's just awkward working with people who like never take vacation and work long hours oh, yeah, and yeah, i think right. it's normal like yeah. i think i probably can only ever work with europeans like it's kind yeah. of yeah this uk based team has like really spoiled me like what about the canadians for, are, are the canadians a bit more relaxed in that you know they take their four or five weeks six weeks holidays i would say so it's hard to say so my most of my experience when i was working in offices was in montreal uh, mm. in quebec which is like for sure the most uh like culturally similar 
place to Europe. So it's a little bit more of like a French kind of culture. So yeah, it was right, pretty right. normal to like yeah. stroll into the office at 10 or 11 in the morning and like long lunch. take a, take, yeah, take a nice <laughs> long lunch, like take two weeks vacation and actually just totally ignore your work stuff and mm -hmm. not be on Slack the whole time. And like, uh, yeah. What, what I like but about what, I think it varies. Yeah, yeah. What I like about like <laughs> like that seems to be a, like a normal life to me. Doesn't seem like a luxurious right? yes. life. You know, this seems like fine. <laughs> um, what yeah. I like about this like there's this thing called quiet quitting, which we were talking. Yeah, about. yeah. Like, oh yeah. yeah well, what does it mean? I heard but about this. It, it just means that you're doing like you're doing nine to five. You know, and you're like taking yeah, holidays, just... and you're taking you're not working at the weekends. And I'm like. No, that's not quite. Wait. That's not quite quitting. That is actually doing your job. Isn't that just? Yeah, isn't that just working? <laughs> that's like, just working. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I oh know. Jesus! That's the thing. Yeah. This expectations have gotten out of line for sure. Like, and that's the problem is that like you know I think maybe there was an era like fifty years ago where if you like were an early contributor to a startup and you got like options or whatever, yeah, like that yeah. might actually mm. pay off for you, but like. There was a good article recently. Well, I say recently, it was probably like last year or something. Anyway, going yeah. around about, you know, just like how basically like how shitty options are now. Like you they won't you won't ever actually make money. That's the thing. Like if you do the like slaving away for a startup thing, you will never personally see the benefits. You may make the founders rich, but you'll never get yeah. rich yourself. And it's like, but I don't know, we still glorify that. I think like less and less so, I think. And I think the tech industry is like we're lucky that there's you know obviously a lot of like really wealthy privileged people who mm. like have the bandwidth to like and the platforms to speak out against it but like in general the some I think on, on, corners on that industry. front i think that the, if i mean the only one thing I, I guess i learned something like one thing that i learned from mba is that cash today is worth way more than cash tomorrow that's right, that's right. the only thing that i learned and every time if somebody is telling me that, oh, there is a new opportunity, they're going to give you like 15% uh, of the company. I said, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, just, yeah, just give no. me more money now. You know, <laughs> no, I'm not, not going to wait for 15 years. Yeah. And exactly. then whatever that turns into inflation and everything. And then I get that this is, I can already calculate in my stupid Excel sheet because of my MBA knowledge. Yeah. Like this is, this is completely <laughs> useless in two years. So. No. Yeah, no, exactly. And it's then, gonna, it's gonna, yeah. you know, depreciate like like hell. So, what is the point? So. Well, that's the thing. And then by the time yeah. they take like seventeen more rounds of funding and dilute the shares so much, yeah, exactly. And then so it's, it's, like, it's worth nothing. <laughs> yeah, but anyway. they sell it like they sell it like, oh, we'll pay you twenty percent less. But yeah, if we yeah. ever become a billion dollar company, which you yeah. know. I mean, I usually, I usually do. tell them that, you know, give me that money. I'm going to go to the casino just right now. The money. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, that's the I, thing. I'll just it's trade a, go to the casino and then I check my luck, you know, and yeah. I don't need that to wait was... for 20 years to see whether this gamble is going to pay <laughs> off. I can just check it, check it today. And then I yeah, know that exactly. I'm not that lucky. So, But, but I also exactly. think it, it sort of refers to another cultural, like, you know, trope, if you like, which is this, mm. you know, if you hard, if you work hard, you will succeed. Yeah. And I think that is yeah. so dishonest. You know, it's such that's a, it's really, such a horrible, really horrible point. kind of trope. Is that you see, like all the people, yeah. like my parents worked really hard, and uh, I yeah. see a lot of people, like nurses. You know, you go in mm -hmm. a hospital. Uh, like my brother-in-law is a radiotherapist, um, and I know a lot of people who are doctors and stuff like this. And they work hard. They do work hard. Mm -hmm. under a lot of stress. 
And I think, holy shit, you know, I'm writing software, coding up like functions and stuff. It's, it's just not that hard by comparison. <laughs> but, you know, okay, yeah, I, I can do it like intensely from like, you know, six in the morning till like nine at night. So fair enough, you know, um, I mean, sure. I can't, but if I could, that's, that would be working hard. But I also right. feel like, I feel like if, if you're like, what's really happening with that is that they're bl- blaming victims. You know, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're not actually the one that's succeeding, it's not because of, you know, the system. Mm-hmm. It's because you didn't work hard enough. And yet you see people yeah. who are like teachers, doctors, nurses, working oh, their working their tits off, you know, and yeah. they're not getting paid a lot of money. You know, so it's not no, because they're not yeah. working I mean, hard that they don't succeed. Absolutely. It's because they're being completely exploited. I think that's a good point. And it's true. Like that's the thing. It's it's even worse outside software. And it just like you're right, it's a broader cultural problem is that we have this yeah, this totally false like cultural narrative that like hard work pays off. But like you said, like it just objectively speaking doesn't like for the last 50 years, wages have been totally flat Mm, and the cost of everything else has been going up. And like people are working more, not less than they used to and getting nowhere. Like I don't know anyone like in my generation, like there, it's very normal now in your thirties to have roommates and very few people own houses. And it's just like the future is just very different. It's just a very different world, right? It used to be like, students and poor people live with roommates and now that's just the only way to survive and it's like it's uh yeah it's it's not just in the tech industry and i mean i don't know yeah in like there's lots of problems anyway we don't have to get into all the like local <laughs> details but like they're like right now teachers is... in ontario Hang on, are on strike <laughs> because like they're like the government refuses to pay them and like now everybody's blaming the teachers because they're like oh i can't believe you don't care about the kids like oh my but god like you said like they're working <laughs> they're working so hard i don't know like i cannot yeah. imagine putting in the amount of effort that teachers put in they just are constantly working and then to say that you know all of that you just are and they're, or, but people yeah, but they pray they pray on the sort of vocational aspects of those jobs yeah you know oh absolutely and it's, yeah. it's a bit, i mean to me it's i mean you know maybe we'll wrap up this uh kind of uh society society's ills in a minute but you know i, w- <laughs> I want to end like the, the, what i feel like in the software industry which is most like uh like i would say it's like the nurses of the software industry are games developers mm. because these you know people see games developers who've got this passion to make games and they're, but right. they but the studios ruthlessly exploit these people and make them yeah. work crunch hours all the time and stuff like that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's, I mean, I, I, I see that. And, you know, that, yeah. that, that really makes me despair about, like, the software industry. Because it's not yeah, about absolutely. working well, I mean, I hard. It's about having good ideas and having good organization and, and you know, yeah. being humane, you know. Well, I think that's the awkward thing, right, is, that, like, nobody wants to admit that, like, for our entire society to function, like, our entire, like, our our world that we've built depends on exploitation like the, mm. it just breaks down if you refuse to like if you insist on like treating everybody fairly and ethically and paying everyone like you'd have to make some pretty dramatic changes like our current systems just don't work without but they're they're just organically grown right like like uh, like writing code in repl no, they just, <laughs> oh, just made it up, you know. He's brought it back. It's true, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, circling back. Because yeah. they, because that nobody is sitting there and then deciding, well, I'm going to design this with strict, you know, static typing and then yeah, no, now the true. society is going to be follow the static typing. Like, no, that's not how That's how very true. That's, everything yeah. is just, you know, like a muddy organic way of resolving things and that's why we're yeah. always in the mediocre level of, uh, you know, 
which is I mean we should praise mediocrity because you know that's the, sure. that's, the that's the big thing that we could achieve but anyway <laughs> the, my my point is that <laughs> is is closure more organically grown <laughs> problematic thing that you got into from web development or is oh, it he's brought it back he's brought it right back <laughs> bring it, brought it plus, right back circling yeah. back to closure so uh, yeah i guess in terms of my uh, we just started my journey pulling you closure. out of the nosedive of your career ending you know <laughs> yeah 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 so speaking of quitting software forever um, yeah no i would say i'd more like one yeah, last like I, job yeah exactly i think exactly, this is becoming more yeah. of a therapy podcast than a sort of <laughs> It's yeah, a group talk therapy. me off. Yeah, talk me off the cliff. Yeah. Intervention. Oh <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before you go back to Ruby. <laughs> exactly. No, I definitely won't be going back to Ruby. But yeah, it's uh, no, I definitely, I definitely, I love working with Closure. But yeah, I think I kind of just lucked out. I kind of like stumbled into this this job. But I'm 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 curious, given given your uh, so you said you you were doing web development with uh, I'm guessing Ruby front end tech and everything, and yeah. then. You, you find a team that you want to work with and then you you try to learn the new language and I think mm-hmm. one of the one of the biggest things that we keep hearing you know uh, this is something that I was uh, ranting about at uh, closure days recently with uh, one of the attendees there like we don't have enough support for the for the beginners we don't have enough influx into into closure so yeah. how did you feel about being a new person trying to learn this this uh, this stuff yeah, no, it's tough for sure. I was just really lucky because I had this team of really experienced developers mm-hmm. and I actually had the chance to go meet them face to face and sit down next mm-hmm. to several of them. I spent like three weeks in Manchester um, mm-hmm. in the office every day. This was like before COVID. Um, yeah, and and I was just really, really lucky. Like a couple of the people on that team have been writing closure since like the very, very early days. And they're just like, I would consider them total experts. And they were able to sit down and like show me how this language worked and like explain some things. So I was really, really lucky. It was, but yeah, I don't disagree. I think it's a really tough language to learn. And I think that's a common complaint for a reason. Mm. Um, And yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of reasons. Part, you know, part of it is I think closure tends to attract like more seasoned developers who are grumpy maybe, grumpy old people yeah i'm trying to be very like yeah. diplomatic Don't but yeah, like, that. yeah fuck that. cranky yeah. cranky old, cranky old, farts, old yeah. Yeah, yeah like people are done almost ready to quit programming but are like, oh, like, you. This, <laughs> like you yeah exactly i'll give this this weird list cranky Some, young people in no case niche somehow it got yeah. into you as well <laughs> by sitting with yeah. them you're like well fuck it i'm done <laughs> yeah well you're right They're the right. software industry is terrible <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah but I no that, that i think is, there, this you know, the reason so why it, sorry go ahead sorry go ahead it's jinx um yeah just there's a lot of people who are like yeah like why would i need a framework because you know mm. who cares i'm not making new apps all the time or why would i need like beginner tutorials i already know everything there is to know about functional programming and it's like <laughs> yeah. okay but yeah like imagine if you weren't coming from this like you know starting closure with a background of like 20 years in java or like 10 years of ruby development experience mm. like imagine yeah. if the, you were like really early in your career a year or two in maybe and wanting to pick up this language and you just don't have all that extra context you don't have all of the the sort of like battle wounds like to just like inherently understand why the closure way is better like 
sometimes it's hard to explain why, yeah, doing things with like immutable data structures or in like a more functional style is just makes better results, like leads to better programs that work more often and more reliably. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that like just has a couple examples, but like there's, there's not a lot of, uh, priority, I guess, given to like simplifying things. Cause it's kind of like a dirty word in closure. Like everything is like very small, very modular, very bespoke. Every closure web app is different because they're all, there's no standard like stack. They're all kind of yeah. custom and whatever. And that's like yeah. celebrated. That's like, yeah, that's the best thing about closure is that there's no rails like to reverse engineer just to figure out how to add something. Like I can just make my, my web app from this pile of libraries which is is really cool and it works really well for very large apps but yeah. that does make it hard like i do think there's also a place for like a getting started framework like if you do just want to build twitter in 20 minutes just to learn how it works just to get a, a feel for this language and play around with it um mm. yeah i do think that's an audience that's not exactly catered to right now although there are a lot of good resources like um the closure for brave and true book yeah. is really good and i think that's really like a great resource for beginners and there's a few other tutorials out there but yeah it's a little bit scattered for sure and yeah yeah and it's it, and it's a little bit intimidating it is not yeah. concentrated effort to make getting into closure easier i mean of course, right. I, mean, I, I yeah. can just I can just sit here and then complain. You know, that's basically you know, it's well, still our is... podcast, so fuck it. You know, <laughs> sure, yeah, it's my podcast. So... <laughs> I can say what I want. But um, <laughs> that's the whole point. No, of but this podcast, is something like... that, like, this is something I care about. Yeah. And this is part of what I'm trying to work on with this, um, yeah. this project. So, and and it's and the community agrees. Right? So, like, I got funded by the Closerists Together, yeah, yeah. Um, group or organization or whatever. So, yeah. Um, from this pitch and the idea is like this will be more focused on people getting into data science but like mm. you could do i think it would be cool you know whatever next year like if i can ever somehow find a way to support my lifestyle without working full-time like to do a similar thing for like closure mm. in general and yeah like write these resources and and put together these examples of how to do basic things like how to get started um but i do think i think this is kind of a you need to give us the complete picture, like what is the project about and what 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 you're doing. So, sure, yeah. So the project is, um, I mean, it's there's very similar books for other languages. So basically, right now, like most people who do data science would use R or Python or both, um, yeah. and maybe like a scattering of other kind of miscellaneous tools. But there's um, a lot of what you would need to do for sort of common data science stuff is possible in Closure. It's just not like mainstream by any stretch and it's not um i don't want to say not well documented because most of the libraries do have really excellent documentation but it's not necessarily like um put together in one place like a, there's no like like you like you said like concerted effort yeah, to like yeah. kind of combine it all into one coherent like here's how you do this enclosure mm -hmm. here's how you like you know run this kind of analysis or here's how you build this kind of graph and so mm -hmm. that's kind of what i'm trying to do is to just like Put together um, all of the like a collection of examples, um, like mm. a kind of a cookbook style. Like you want to run like this kind of regression, you want to write this kind of like visualization, or you want to publish yeah. this kind of artifact, or you need to work with this kind of data. 
and just like have these like example based like little tutorial snippets mm. that uh, people can can use to get started. But I think you know some of it. This is kind of like a magical time because I think part of the reason this stuff hasn't existed before is that like some of the tooling wasn't there. Like a lot of the tools in a lot of these libraries are just really new. Um, like within the last year or two have come out. So like in data science specifically, there's um, a lot of work has gone into Clerk, which is this library for yep. um, making mm -hmm. no, it's it's library tool. I don't know exactly what to call it. It's more like a tool. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like yeah. makes like Jupyter notebooks, but for closure and a ton of work too. Like I think another, and I'm just rambling about like all this closure stuff, but anyway, I guess that's the point. Um, it's the point. Like, I think Carry one, on, yeah. It's literally the point of this whole conversation. So, <laughs> exactly. Here yeah. we go. Um, yes. Brace yourselves. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> like the editor situation in closure is tricky. Like I think one of the like one of the scariest things think, for me. I, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's tricky. We all know there's only one editor. You know. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's there's you the just, one. Just use like, Emacs and then move on. That was my no... experience when I first started learning closure. <laughs> like this team, you know, my friend who works at the company was like. Yeah, so there's there at the time there was like IntelliJ with cursive and which costs money, um, I guess, mm. or like it's, there's a free there is a free license for hobbies, but um, yeah, yeah, or Emacs and then but they're yeah. and they were like, yeah, well, everybody, all the real developers use Emacs. So like, <laughs> real developers, you should, you should learn that. <laughs> Fucking bullshit and phrase. I was like, yeah, yeah, and then no, so and then but then that's the thing. So I was like, oh yeah, cool. I'll try to like learn some closure before I like, you know, really interview with this company or like definitely yeah, before yeah. I accept a job because it would be cool to know if I even like this language. Um, but then like, I just got really like, I've spent like the first several, you know, hours and days trying to figure out how to use Emacs. And I was like, this isn't going to work. Like I cannot do this. And then, you know, that's <laughs> when I, I started out. Now I do use like Space Max or whatever, but um, for a long time. Hey, I see, I don't need to ask you the question Emacs or some other shit. We already have an answer. Uh, so that's well, great. This, the, thing, <laughs> the frustrating thing was like I had spent years learning, getting really good at Vim because like a lot of Ruby people, I are, mean, they're the same, they're the same way like about Vim, the way that closure people are about Emacs. They're like, <laughs> oh yeah, like if you're like serious about programming and you're actually doing this like for real, for real, you would learn yeah. them and you would learn how I mean to do you it really you well. do you do you would agree that you know if you follow eastern mysticism and shit like you know if you want to achieve nirvana <laughs> there is years and years of toiling your way yeah, yeah yeah exactly that is the path to enlightenment and then yeah that that makes sense Absolutely. you know <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. it's all anyway. it's all for for yeah, all for good don't, don't agree but with yeah, him, so Kira. I was like Kira, do not agree <laughs> with him okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so I was like, "Yeah, are you kidding me?" I, I was thinking, "This is this is like uh, Emacs uh, yeah. propaganda coming out." Yeah. <laughs> we've got to, we've got, we've got to stop the narrative, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So aren't that's you the thing. aren't like, you following me on Truth Social, where I keep you know spreading the, the word of Emacs? No, that's what I'm just uh, trying to spread the good news. It is the truth. <laughs> <laughs> the life, the truth, and the way. At, yeah. Donald, yeah, at, at, at Donald, are you using Emacs or some other shit? <laughs> some other fake enemy. Uh, I think, I think he, has, yeah. the best, he has the best people. I'll use Emacs. Mm. No, he has, he has, he has two, two tiny... Two tiny hands to be able to use Emacs. Oh, no. He can't reach fucking control and something else with his tiny hands. So. Oh my gosh. No, he might be a Vim guy. Okay, uh, sorry, sorry Kieran. Oh, go back. Yeah. Go ahead. 
<laughs> but uh <laughs> oh man anyway but yeah no that was very frustrating because i was like i just spent yeah. five years like finally finally wrapping my head around vim and now you're telling me i can't use that for clothes which of course you can <laughs> but anyway all this to say yeah. the whole editor situation is very intimidating and like in recent like pretty recent years like like the last year or two, Calva, which is the closure yeah, yeah. extension yeah. for VS Code, has become really, really good. And I think mm. it's a really um, like realistic, you know, thing. You can like you can do all of your coding in VS Code with Calva for closure because it has like mm. the full REPL support and stuff. So I don't just because like it came, it sort of got popular a little bit after I had already yeah. kind of like invested some time learning other tools. But um, yeah, like it's. It's a much more approachable way to get started, I think, for people, and uh, it's pretty in, exciting. And even, the, sorry, go ahead. So, in the, in the data space, um, you know, because the Python is 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 the big big, you know, right. uh, the finger pound in, gorilla in, in Python anyway. Yeah, exactly. The, so the, crazy. Yeah. A Python uh, is a gorilla, but okay, fine. Yeah, Let's yeah. <laughs> it's the, yeah you Python is the five hundred pound anaconda or whatever the, the big, the big snake. In, it's in a the Python. Data. is a big like, snake, but okay. Con constricting everyone. It's already big. Uh, I, I don't know. It's redundant. I, I was just <laughs> remembering the, the the anaconda movie or whatever, like the <laughs> constricting right, people right, right. with uh, with with you know Pythoniness everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wraps around and. But um, if if you if you see in terms of the data, it's it's such a vast thing, right? Because I I, I still do some data related things. Mm -hmm. um, I I contribute to open source Python tooling, so it's not uh, you know. Wow, so I, I I write Python a lot of. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I write, I write a lot of Python and Clojure as well, and then but the, right. the, my question is like if you see the data field, you know. There, there is mm -hmm. libraries, there is um, you know distributed computing stuff like Spark and Dask and all that stuff. And then there is visualization tools and there is machine learning related mm. things. So how do you see the, the comparison? Because it, in Clojure, we have access to some of them via Java, JVM. Um, right. But is there something specific that you see? Oh, this is this is really unique to Clojure. And this is something that we still need to improve uh, in, in, that, in yeah. that space. So yeah, so that's a common question. Like basically, like why would I use Clojure for data stuff yeah. when I already there's already Python in ROI? Like so mm. yeah, so basically, like I do think uh, interopping with the existing ecosystems is mm -hmm. kind of critical and like necessary because obviously, like a lot of algorithms and a lot of models and you know, whatever things already exist in like say Python, mm. for example. Like Python is pretty dominant in like machine learning specifically or NLP. Yeah or other areas like that. And so nobody's going to be rewriting those libraries anytime soon. And so you have to be able to just use them. And so there are ways, there are a few different ways to use the Python libraries from Clojure. Um, yeah. And so that's like one part of it. But there are, like, I do think it's still worth asking, like, why would I use Clojure then? Um, and mm. this is something I've asked a lot of people, like the people who do use Clojure for their, mm. their actual mm. data science work. So like, I wouldn't, call myself a data scientist most of my day-to-day day-to-day work is still like writing software and writing sort of web mm. apps and so you know i ask people like why do you use closure actually like why like how did you find this yeah, community yeah. um and yeah so like one one answer i've heard a couple times is the uh like basically data log and related stuff so like being able to use that style of database like whether it's um, data 11 or datomic or the mm. like I forget there's like a kind of a document one a database one like kind of equivalent to yeah, SQLite yeah. or 
Postgres or whatever. Um, yeah. And yeah, that style of working with and persisting data is, is pretty unique to Closure. So apparently there's not, and this, I'm not like an expert and haven't done a comprehensive survey or whatever, but um, people seem to agree that there's not a great ecosystem for working with data in that way, sort of like all the data scripts stuff, that style of querying and storing mm. information in other languages. Um, so that's mm. one. And then I think another big one is the just basically the JVM and like the speed and performance of closure. So there's mm. some tasks mm. that you might run that would you'd like have to run it overnight uh, if you're doing a Python script, but you might be able to do it in five minutes on a JVM. And so there's yeah. different tools are good for different things. And there's some tasks that people want to just like kind of crunch through a whole bunch of information and with Closure, obviously you have access to all these like really advanced. So like for all the shit people give Java and the JVM, like, and it is annoying in a lot of ways, It, it but it is like a really state of the art, like computational environment. And it's really, really, yeah. really like mature and fine tuned and um, performant. And so you get mm. all these benefits of that just for free, I guess, just be, like by nature of, of Closure being a hosted language on the JVM. So yeah. Um, I think those are the two main ones, but then the other, you know, there are other like, uh, like ancillary or more like less concrete tech reasons to work with closure. I think like, I think the community is really welcoming. It's like an exciting space. You have uh, some opportunities to get involved. Yeah. You get to like hang out with all these cool people. So. Um, yeah. I was, I was wondering about like, what about the FFI stuff to see like all the stuff that the, that the, that the people have done to to make it easier to call in to compute things in C and uh, you know columnar stores that you can do in memory yeah. that that kind of like make performance of closure code the expressive you can still use the expressiveness of closure in the kind of like uh, higher level software but then you can drop down right. into these like uh, C C style um, data queries that That's that, really that seems cool. pretty good yeah I haven't. I have not worked with those, but I'm not surprised because yeah, there are libraries. So the ones I've sort of seen and experimented with are ones that let you interrupt with Python and R. It's like, I think it's called libpython, closure libpython or something and, and close R or something like this. But anyway, um, yeah, but that's Closure. cool. Like, I'm not surprised though. <laughs> but yeah, Closure. something like that. Like, but so I'm not surprised that people have come up with a way to also, uh, call C code or whatever. But yeah, that's the thing. Like there's closures just a very, very versatile and um like practical language. It's very pragmatic and it's designed just inherently like in the language itself. So stuff like that is possible because it's quite extensible and it's quite flexible. Um yeah. and I think and it's it's stable also, which is a huge, I guess yeah, that's another big one. It's hard to explain to people who are used to things like breaking all the time why Changing it's so it, cool yeah, but yeah. yeah but closure is and you know i don't want to say unique because i know as soon as i said people will be like oh what about elixir or whatever um but yeah. in general closure especially if you're comparing it to most other web technologies which is i guess my background like it's unbelievably stable like most things in closure that you write like that people wrote five even maybe up to 10 years ago, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah, but yeah. definitely like there's code that I've been working on for three years that has 
like we've hardly updated the dependencies and and then when we do it just still works like everything works mm. updating the dependencies yeah. is just bumping a few numbers and then running it and like they don't just break stuff every two months for the sake of changing it it's like there's this respect yeah. for things that already exist but this is something and, that that i think in my opinion I mean, after working in 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 Scala, Spark, on on large mm-hmm. machine learning projects, and then um, writing a lot of Python code as well, and Clojure, what I what people don't realize is that maybe it's kind of like a you know uh, what do you call that like the Stockholm syndrome or something like you you <laughs> you get used to this shit so much and you start loving the, oh, man, you know, the totally. whole crap. like like and I I release I release like one version yeah. of the one version of the you know, a Python uh, tool that I was working on. And I changed zero things, like absolutely zero. Mm. And then after six months, someone tells me everything is broken because four layers deep, <laughs> some somebody decided to yank some dependency, change yeah. something, and then everything is, is gone. I said, like, this is not even my code. There's like nothing. I know. It's, it's not even my direct this? dependencies. It's, well, it's crazy. And people just get used to it, like you said, and you just work it into your process. Like one of the jobs I had, we were building a really sort of complex, like web, basically like a web-based kind of image editing thing. And so it was this like massive TypeScript code base. Um, Mm. And it was normal. Every quarter we would set aside basically a week, like a week's Mm. worth of effort at least. Maybe it was three people for two days or one person for four whole days to upgrade the dependencies. It took a full week, yeah. like every yeah. quarter. It was just part of that yeah. that quarter's plan was like, okay, we're going to have to bump all the dependencies and then we're going to have to test everything. And then we're going to have yeah. to resolve all of these new type errors that come because we had to upgrade mm-hmm. TypeScript. And then we're going to have to yeah. make those somehow work with all these other libraries that are out of sync now. Yeah. And like, and the Angular, it was with Angular and that ecosystem is crazy. Like there's this like <laughs> yeah. seven dependencies that go with, they're all essential for Angular, but they only work in this like magic combination of versions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah. there are like, like, you know, with six things, there are however many from like, I can't remember from my grade nine math class, but like millions yeah, yeah. of possible combinations, right? Like exactly. of, of possible combinations of versions when you have. Yeah. And this you should do like, some oh gosh, uh, data science to map absurd. it out. <laughs> yes, true. I can visualize. It should be the cookbook. Visualize how long you know. it would take you. It's part of yeah, the, part of the cookbook be should a, be harshing on the Python and TypeScript dependency systems. Yes. That would be hilarious. Hey, we don't add features. Totally we solve problems. <laughs> I'm totally getting that for some of the examples, like the frequency at which libraries are just pulled with no notice from NPM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think (laughs) it should be that one. And that'll be super cool. Like, you know, every every tool that that you are documenting or you know you're making beginners to access the you should just use one of these quote unquote use cases to shit on yes, other ecosystems and languages <laughs> in a in a very just passive aggressive way. Like, oh, yeah. Well, yeah, passive exactly. aggressive is the closure way. Book. So you know Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that true. is true. I will give you that. Yeah. If there's anything I've learned. Yeah. I say very passively oh, aggressive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mentioning no names, so, you know. <laughs> so oh, we, we need to flip away from being passive aggressive and then become more actively aggressive. Well, we're trying in this podcast to really, you know, be totally be yeah. upfront and you know aggressive. Yeah, but, I think so. Yeah, I think we. I think our podcast <laughs> is the only voice of reason in the closure community. Is that active aggressive enough? No, I think we should do it. 
bump it up even. I think so. Every every other podcast is a bunch of fucking shit. Yeah. So, there you go. I said uh, it. I said yes. it. There. Actually, I, I don't believe that. I, I quite like a lot of the other podcasts. No, absolutely. Absolutely. But, well, I was, was going to edit that bit out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I mean, to be to be fair, I mean, to, to be honest, I mean, one of the reasons why we are kind of slacking is also because we see so much of new, you know, beautiful podcasts coming in in enclosure, right? I mean, uh, oh, come sure. on. Don't backpedal and other too folks much. And, and, yeah. No, I'm not backpedaling. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm being also- genuine for, for once. Oh, okay. You know, oh, well. usually not, but... <laughs> But that is that is a nice part with with Yashak and a couple of other folks doing yeah, like definitely. a lot of closure work yeah. and and we're like you know right. hey you know th- th- there's no point. I do for, feel like for... it's an exciting time, yeah, in the closure yeah, exactly. community. But also, yeah. you say slacking, but also that's another like that goes back to our whole like societal ills. Like it's it's also <laughs> fine to take a couple months off, like not being exactly. productive for okay, a consecutive. Thank you. Two weeks at a time is actually fine. Oh, like that's that's my entire career. Not being productive is my entire career. So I'm not, I'm not just this. <laughs> that's my goal. Not just this summer so, months. <laughs> but yeah, but that's the thing, right? We have this mentality. Like if you're not constantly producing output, if there's a week where yeah, you produce exactly. nothing, then you were slacking. Yep. You were you weren't. You know, it's a waste. Yeah. The time is gone, and you wasted the time, and you lost your exactly. chance. And it's like. Yeah. Maybe it's fine. Maybe it's actually fine. Like maybe it's normal for things to be like cyclical or seasonal. You know. You can have a season yeah. of productivity and a season of rest, and that's okay. When we are more, I think, more random than seasonal. We're, we're, we're more, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's in also terms fun. of the universe, on, right? on, on the universe scale, yeah. yeah I think yeah. the mood yeah. takes you. When, when the mood takes you, you should do something, and when it doesn't, you don't. Sure. You know, exactly. It's like the the, yeah. the jazz yeah. podcast. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. I was going to work really in this little. In yeah, I was going to work this little one in terms of like shitting on other languages. I was going to work in this thing about uh, <laughs> mentioned to you earlier about like right, right. I, I believe I believe this like one one of the problems you've got with um, with other languages, not the ones we've mentioned so far, but like these uh, these people who come up with the ethics about how it's terrible to have these untyped systems. You know, is that I think right. I, I would, the nice thing about things like Clojure and Python and JavaScript for all their mess, you know, maybe it's not. Closure is not as messy as those people, but there's those languages. Sure. But is it, is it tends have, to be we more have mess. Of, yeah, we've got our own mess. You know, it's just it's just <laughs> a different better. type. Yeah. You know, um, exactly. You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's a better mess. Yeah. <laughs> it's a better class of mess. Yeah, no, it's alright. <laughs> but oh, you know, man. these other, I mean, you know, but like it's kind of like a, a bit of a, a it's a jazz party. You know, it's like there's definitely kind of like there's a freedom, a liberty <laughs> around it. As soon as you get into yeah, these yeah. languages, like you know. Uh, Haskell and Scala and stuff like that and or Camel, mm. then you know you're kind of into like a dictatorship, you know. And all the people that like to live under autocratic regimes love all of those kind of languages. And <laughs> if, you know, and I think so that's the way to think about, about it. You know, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think no, if, you know if, if you're basically a follower, if you're a follower yeah. and you like to follow orders, and you like to have everything in order, and you know. You're very kind of like yeah, yeah. make sure the door is closed when you leave the house and turn the gas up. In know, the box. Very, yeah, everything everything inside yeah. the lines. Yeah, color inside the lines all the time. You know, then I think these That's type really systems are awesome for you, you know. And if you, you'd love to go That's and do those type systems in like, you know, Hungary or um Russia <laughs> or places like this where you know you you can live the life of you know <laughs> so many Russian programmers so in Russia in thinking well <laughs> well actually <laughs> I'm trying That's to piss hilarious. everyone off now no, it's, just, it's so funny 
Well, cause, I mean, as soon as and you Japan, say so, like, yeah, my mind obviously immediately goes to all these examples of like, yeah, you know, oh yeah. That, now that you mention it, my friend who's, you know, obsessed with Java is kind of an autocrat. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I wonder if there's anyone who's ever done that. Like the, the intersection of like software engineering and psychology must be pretty small, but it would be interesting to see if people like people's language preferences have anything to do with it their is. personalities. It totally is. It totally like anecdotally, it checks out to me. It chimes, doesn't it? It kind know. of like, it's one of those like, uh, yeah. anec uh, anecdata type things, you know, <laughs> that's very, that, yeah, that's no, very absolutely. scientific, and you know? I don't yeah. think it's a coincidence that, yeah, like the, the closure developers I know are, yeah, very, very laid back, very cool, very like, you know, don't take your life too seriously because it's just a job, <laughs> like kind of people. And then, the, you know, the TypeScript team is like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like, this is, you're doing it, is, it wrong. It is, isn't it? Like, there's actually no it right is. way. We all, this is all made up. This is all fake. Like, yeah, exactly. exactly. No, like, get over yourself. It's all made up. It's yeah. a, it's an interesting it's interesting there though because when when I started you know learning computer stuff and everything which is uh, way way back um, in India where where we didn't have access to all this fancy stuff that that um, people who are who are doing stuff in the US you know the the guards yeah. of computing sending us stuff from you know <laughs> textbooks and everything that that's how <laughs> I learned right I mean all the all the names that I saw on the textbooks are like uh, literally guards for me like Andrew Tenenbaum all these American yeah that's because, really because interesting they, is that the yeah, the dynamic there is a little bit more yeah like, because we we, yeah, like we are learning computers all this stuff come and from all the, America. No, not just America. It's just the Western world because I, I right. because you hear all these names and which are not common to us and and sure and, and when I when I started getting a bit more you know uh, grown up joining the jobs and and then I never thought like people who are into computing would be how do you say that like like thinking normal participating in the conspiracy <laughs> theories and oh yeah making okay. making yeah. shit all these weird ways like yeah. you know like Facebook mm. and all these things because. Which is which is completely backward to me because when when I was growing up like this like Larry Wall and all these people you hear you hear quote unquote here which is basically via their code via their mailing list and all that stuff mm -hmm. you see them completely mm -hmm. differently and then and then you when I, I grew older again this is my personal perspective obviously I grew older and then I see ESR doing weird shit like uh, Eric Raymond mm -hmm. and uh, Richard Stallman doing weird shit saying mm -hmm. weird things like. It's my brain couldn't comprehend like how, he's God. I mean, why is he doing this kind of, you know, like, God, right. can, God cannot person? be bad. Yeah. Why is it? Yeah, but, <laughs> because you cannot, you cannot, you cannot detach that yeah, one, but, right? But, like but person, God right, creates cancer in babies, you know, so. Yeah, but just, you know, just, that, that's your God. Right. I'm, I'm from Hindu culture. We have, we have one hey, God for everything. Cool. So we are okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> We, we we're pretty okay with it. We I mean guards are it's not like, infallible in our your country. Your well, cancer to babies. Maybe. They keep mistakes yeah. all the time. <laughs> well, maybe 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 think about it a different way. That like software is a new form of colonialization, you know, and basically you're just getting <laughs> shot on by the yeah. new colonialists. Yeah. You know, yeah, you yeah, think yeah. the colonialists are trying yeah, to yeah. do you good, trying to do you a favor by bringing you railways yeah. and computers. But in fact, you know, they're just they just act like you. they're doing you this big favor. Exactly. Yeah. But, and they're like, but verifying this theory should be okay, right? If we can coerce the Stack Overflow developer survey, just add one <laughs> more question there. Like, what is your language preference and what is your, I don't know, right, left leaning, right. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then we're done. We, we have the numbers everywhere. So yeah. we, we can just That's see true, yeah. if you are if you are following Rust, that means you are, you know, extremely, you know, authoritative following kind of person. But at at this rate, the entire North Korea must be static type TypeScript people. Then, 
you know, they're they're all yeah, this prose type TypeScript programmers. They probably programmers. have their own languages. They probably have their whole yeah. own languages. No, I, th I think they're they're very heavily typed, but I think they're craving for closure. Yeah. It would be an absolute closure. It would be a closure fest. If you could get smuggled closure into North Korea, I reckon it would be an absolute <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyway, back to It could change the world, you know. <laughs> that's true. I mean, if, uh, if they can get into Emacs, I think that's the biggest uh, <laughs> problem, I guess. Oh my if gosh. they can they know can how, how, how to that, use Emacs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, back that's to the first back step. to. Back to the thing. So um, you, you mentioned a, a couple of. I thought we were still talking already, about you know? closure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cookbook, the cookbook, the cookbook, the cookbook. Okay. Yes. Yes. Oh, this so is what the, you mean, the, um, Okay. Uh, so you mentioned a couple of tools, and and I uh, I was following, or at least you mm -hmm. know, on on the side, um, the whole closure data science community run by Daniel um, and and few other folks yeah. like Chris Nirenberger and all these people. So. Um, yeah, yeah. So, what are the tools that you're highlighting in in your project? Like, uh, are, are which categories and which specific tools? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's there's a whole bunch. So there's um, some. Yeah, I see Ray just shared a link to Dtype next. So there's a few yeah. um, new-ish libraries. I say new as in like a couple years, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't touch my microphone. Uh, libraries that people <laughs> no, okay. have uh, have come up with, and I don't know. It's interesting. Like, I, it sort of coincided with the pandemic, but some of them are sort of from like 2018, 2019. But I do think mm. there was maybe like a little pandemic boom of like creativity and extra time mm. that people had. But yeah, so there's some <laughs> some ones. We should have more focused. of the pandemics. <laughs> yeah, more lockdowns. Yeah, I'm sure that's everybody's everybody needs right now. Um, <laughs> Yeah, some libraries focused on sort of data manipulation and like working with data in really efficient ways. And so, yeah, Dtype Next underlies a lot of those. And there's a mm. library called Tablecloth, which is kind of built on top of that, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is really nice for working with tabular data in Clojure, so like CSVs or whatever. Um, mm. And there's been huge amounts of development in the tooling area, like I mentioned. So Clerk is... Uh, the solution to kind of like Jupyter notebooks. And then there's um, other ones called like Portal and Oz. All these libraries have like, you know, all these interesting made up names. But basically, like, there's several ways now, whereas just like a few years ago, it was pretty hard. There was not, there wasn't like an obvious way to do that style of like literate programming where you have like your code and the results in line, which is like right, the, right. the overwhelmingly most common way. People like I think in the there was a Kaggle survey recently asking you know the data science community what tools they use and like three quarters of them or something use Jupyter notebooks and so it's like the most yeah. common style oh, of yeah. of doing that but yeah and then there's also like in I think if I'm not mistaken it's like in progress right now it's kind of like imminently about to come out is um, a kind of notebook integration for Calva for VS Code so that people will be able Ooh. to write. There, yeah, which is super exciting because I think this is going to be yeah. like a big like help in teaching people data science for closure or teaching people, I guess, yeah, however you look at it, like either closure developers who want to learn data science or data scientists who want to start doing it in closure. Um, mm, yeah. Like VS Code is such an accessible entry point and such an easy editor to use. 
that already has the REPL capabilities with Calva. Mm -hmm. And now they're going to add this um, kind of like literate programming, uh, like module or add-on or plugin or whatever it's called yeah, yeah. Um, for, for notebooks in VS Code. So that's going to be really cool. And so we'll talk about some of that. And then, yeah, there, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's been a lot of work too. There's been some work in uh, data visualization libraries for mm, closure. Yep to help most of them are built on top of um uh vega and vega light so vega yeah, and yeah, vega yeah. light are like data viz mm. uh libraries sort of grammar for graphics type approach so very yeah. similar to like ggplot uh which is mm. the one a lot of people use in r um but, but is there, is there yeah, something that uh, you're also uh looking into the work of uh, dragon like um, the, all the um, uh, cuda libraries that he made and uh, I think he has a couple of books uh, on um, uh, the the whole uh, linear, algebra linear algebra and all that yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, interesting. So no, I haven't come across those specifically yet, but yeah. um, I'm sure probably will will come. Yeah, yeah, you will well. eventually. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and then yeah, and then there's a whole bunch of libraries around the interop stuff too, like the the Python and um, yeah, our sort of. Mm. I don't know, helper interrupt libraries and stuff like that. So, yeah, so there's. Um, so, how did, yeah, why, there's, how did you get into that, Kira, by the way? How did you get into it? I mean, we've kind of like glossed over it a little bit, but you're a web developer, but all this like stuff around, oh, you, mean, you know, data science. I mean, do you have a background in like, in this, like, this whole... knowing about R and Python and stuff like this? Do you have a little bit of a, like, a, yeah, uh, what took, why did no, it take your really. fancy, you know? Sure. Yeah, no, mostly just kind of like personal interest. Like, I guess it, it, my kind of gateway into it was through data visualization. So I mm -hmm. like, like blogging and like writing and often was like wishing I could like incorporate these little graphs or have like interactive little like data viz things in my mm -hmm. articles mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, and kind of started looking into some of that stuff. And um yeah, last winter, there was a call for uh, people, like they were looking for people to run workshops at the reclosure conference, um, which mm. happens every December. And mm. I offered to do one about data visualization and closure. And that kind of just like exploded from there. So like right. that okay. went pretty well. Yeah, so I, it's so but basically the short answer is just like, um, like I guess we have a lot of data to work with in my job. So like, I don't do the actual data analysis stuff with it, but it's just like, there's just piles and piles of data. And the question is like, like what now? So like our, our job or our like um, kind of role in the process is like very early on. So like curating the data sets and cleaning them up and publishing mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. in a hopefully useful format. But then the question is like, okay, we have all this data, like what do you do with it? Like what's the mm -hmm. point of all of this work that goes into publishing and curating these public data sets? And it's like, yeah, like and that's kind of, I guess, how I stumbled into this world of, of uh, data science. Cause yeah, kind of wondering like what, you know, what do people do with this and what is this for? And yeah, you're mining and, all of the gold and you're wondering what people make of it. <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah exactly and then yeah. and then yeah combined with my own sort of just like personal interest and in like cool data viz stuff um kind of stumbled into it and then yeah just like after that workshop i kind of 
yeah, became more and more involved in this like cyclage community. So um, yeah, yeah. mostly mm-hmm. as organized by Daniel, as you mentioned. And kind of, yeah, just one thing led to another. And it was actually him who suggested. So like I came up with this, like I basically I was like, I wish this thing existed, like this cookbook. Like I wish it, there was just an easy resource to go to to figure mm. out like how to do this, how to do that. And then um yeah, Daniel was kind of like, Well, you should like, you know, you should pitch that to this closure us together round and see mm. you could maybe like get funding to write it. Uh which I thought was a very long shot, but it turned out it worked, and that's super exciting. So I'm. Uh, yeah, I think this is one of the one of the areas on the that closure. <laughs> I think this is one of the areas that closure hasn't fully explored, right? I mean, we see a lot of backend work, obviously, you know, like APIs mm-hmm. and closure on JVM work, and we see a lot of um, um, the, the closure script plus React and and you know all that reframe stuff and. Just kind mm-hmm. of like became the de facto for closure people, but then um, I think that's also probably I would say you know uh, pulling people into closure was also like how easy it is to use closure script plus uh, React than actually doing React in JavaScript uh, with with reframe mm-hmm. for example. I think there was such a you know um, uh, a better way of writing the whole front end mm-hmm. stuff, but the data science thing always felt like closure being the center of the you know data being in this front end center. We mm-hmm. we never exploited that potential enough, you know. Like that that's something that I yeah. that I always felt, you know. But this is a really nice, uh, you know, project that that is contributing to helping people to yeah. figure out, you know. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I'm actually speaking at the Reclosure Conference this this year about Ooh, nice. exactly okay. that. So the topic of the conference or the like theme or whatever is um, like yeah, growing the closure community. And mm, yeah. I like, yeah, I totally agree. I think the sort of data science world is like one area where there's a lot of, um, a lot more potential, at least a lot of room to grow, uh, yeah. and like attract more people into the sort of like closure umbrella through that because, yeah, because of exactly what you said, it's just not, it's not very well known and it's not very widespread. And, but part of that's just because it's pretty new, like a lot of the yeah, tools yeah. that people that you would use, um, are pretty are pretty new and they're kind of just starting to stabilize a little bit so like as like any library or any project you know things are always a little bit chaotic and unstable at first so yeah um, but there has been like plenty of yeah. efforts right i mean i, I remember a long, long time ago oh, there yeah. was gorilla repel for example uh, that right. was one of the first um, notebooky type thing and then maria db sorry maria mm-hmm. right. cloud uh, no, yeah no, maria no, cloud not db yeah. sorry yeah right. um, so there are there is plenty of efforts going and then you know all, all of them are just and use next journal of course you know there is so much of uh, uh innovation yeah. happening but bringing it them together and then making a coherent story out of it you know that that's yeah the, it's kind of that's something that is missing yeah totally yeah it's kind of this magical time because yes like you said there's all these kind of things that are like converging and it's just being in the right place at the right time so like yeah, yeah, like VS Code is gaining popularity among data yeah. scientists already, and now and then also the Calva and the the Calva notebook stuff is coming ready, and all mm. these other tools are available, and the libraries are coming into place, and like the Python yeah. interop story is getting better and smoother, and so it's like mm. kind of all coming together uh, in a in a nice way, and it's just I feel like it's a good time. It's good timing for for closure yeah. to open up a little From- bit more, but yeah. From a person who who um, stumbled upon closure because of, of the team and 
Now, mm. what do you see like the points of improvement, or what is what is shit enclosure from your <laughs> point of view? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to like you know. We've shut on everybody speak. else now. That's shit enclosure. Exactly. So self, it, it's yeah, time for some navel gazing and self introspection <laughs> and shitting on ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think the like. Um, I think it's gotten a lot better in recent years, but I do think the beginner story could be better. So there's, I do think mm, there's always, yeah. Not there's, I mean, there's, yeah, just subjectively speaking, there's not as many beginner friendly resources for closure as there are for other languages, which yeah. maybe is fair because like, I get the argument, like the thing people always say when I bring that up is like, well, but beginners don't use closure. And it's like, because there's no resources. <laughs> no, I so, think that's like, a horrible I understand argument, that, you know, that's the thing. Like, I understand that closure, yeah, is well suited to like large scale, mature applications. But at the end of the day, like if you want it to grow as a language, you want more people yeah. to use it you're going to have to yeah. invite more people in. And so, um, yeah, I do think, you know, and like I said, I don't want to disparage any of the existing stuff. There is a lot of like good stuff out there and a lot of work has gone into like the closure for the brave and true book and like other podcasts. There are some, um, like Lambda Island has some really good resources and Eric Norman has yeah. some really good screencasts. Um, so there's definitely stuff out there. It's just like a little bit scattered and it's a little bit, um, sporadic, I guess. And, and, yeah, the then the community I think has gotten a lot better. Even in the three years that I've been around in or like I guess three or four years I've been working with closure, but like the some of the older talks, like if you watch some older conference talks, you can kind of get this like little vibe of like, yeah, like closure is for experienced Java developers, basically. Closure is for yeah. cool people and like noobs <laughs> need not apply. <laughs> Stay and away. Like, <laughs> it's a really weird thing, up. isn't it? You know, I mean, I think it's weird like, to yeah, think I, that old Java developers are cool. You know, it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Right, first of all, yeah, like back up, back up, back up, guys. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. So, yeah. So I mean, in, in, in a way, not, I think that the the origin is uh, is based on that one, right? I mean, if you if well, you see the story the thing, of like, the history history of closure, because we cannot rewrite yeah. the history because it was built it was built out of the frustration of writing l large scale c++ exactly. code experimenting with and jvm and experimenting all the pain led to this 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 language it's not like oh let yeah. me sit back and then imagine a new language like no it was never like that so no that's the thing and that's i do think that's one of closure's strong points is that it is like it's yeah. very obviously very deliberately designed to be yeah. a like a functional like not as in like um imperative versus functional but just like well functioning yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, smoothly yeah, yeah. run well organized yeah. pragmatic language and i think rich Hickey does yeah. deserve a lot of credit for doing that but yeah i do yeah. think like the the impression it gives sometimes can be like a little disparaging to people who are maybe getting started right when it's like oh what kind yeah. of idiot yeah. would use a such a shitty language like javascript and it's like well what if javascript <laughs> is the only language i know yeah, right exactly. then like now i now i feel scared and intimidated to talk to this guy who's a fucking genius like yeah. you know so but it can I think be this, a little this intimidating is, this is, but that's true i think that 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 is the kind of i mean personally when I started with Closure, luckily it was not that big. So even though idiot like me could get in this one, which was much easier back then because there is not enough people telling you that 
yeah. mean, putting a mirror in but, front of me and showing that I'm an idiot writing Java code. <laughs> so it was much, much better. But I think this is the next phase, right? And this is the time I think clergy should take yeah. VC money and then scale up. You know, this is the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, in, scale, enough man. of hacking in exactly, yeah. Like scale it up and. But uh, it, this is the this is this is if this is causing you know um, the um, mindset needs to change because the the context changed the world changed you know in the last fifteen years when closure was built totally so yeah we and need to adapt you know, we need to like yeah I do think the industry in general is shifting like definitely so yeah I've been programming for like I don't know seven eight years I guess and like mm. it definitely has become I think marginally less hostile and shitty i mean yeah. i don't know maybe some of that self-selection because you just you know you can pretty quickly like exclude yourself from groups that are like that but like <laughs> yeah. i think that like the very stereotypical like you know like anti-social nerd yeah like yeah. like i guess like that's thing because like those guys typically are like the superstars in any community or whatever but then like other people who aren't like them are around but just like kind of were like scared or intimidated to speak up. But I think that's why like this yeah. podcast is so cool. And there's other, po- like you said, I mentioned the several other podcasts in the closure yeah. world. And there's some conferences that are focused on sort of community stuff more than like strict technical stuff. And I think it, yeah. it helps people realize that, yeah, like not all software engineers are actually just like, you know, totally socially inept, like, <laughs> terrible mean cruel jerks like <laughs> apart from me like and bj are, like, <laughs> exactly we, yeah, yeah we bring on like, people that aren't from... totally inept jerks <laughs> <laughs> like you know don't there, take there that away from normal... us thank god from that you know? yeah hey <laughs> how dare you that's our brand key being right? a normal <laughs> yeah not a normie exactly uh, <laughs> but i think uh, that there is um, yeah. i mean because I, one of the things that that I really admire the Rust community on on that sense, mm. like the, the the kind of working groups that they set up, and I mean, of course, every every language has its own words, right? I mean, it, it's it's impossible in building something that is going to be awesome for everybody, because the the amount of things with the with the beginner experience, and one of the things that I love about Rust thing is that. I can just type Rust doc and then book and then there is a complete language book in front of yes, me locally. Yes, that is awesome. This is yeah. fucking amazing yes. for, for people who are learning yeah. languages. Mm. Yeah. Well, and and especially, especially for a guy who started without internet in my life, you know, like reading through <laughs> right. the, the man pages. When people right. are so much used to just Googling and then picking up snippets from there. Mm-hmm. But there is something completely offline and, and well-written and then guides you right. through the language, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is right. awesome. You know, that, yeah. that's, that just one experience makes learning the language like so nice. From the start, Rust has definitely had a focus on like a beginner-friendly experience. Like I remember yeah. like the, I don't, I wouldn't say I know Rust, I've never worked with it, but like, like everybody, yeah. like you're like, oh, it's an exciting new thing. Yeah. try it out and like like yeah from day one they made a priority of like having really good documentation and like really friendly error messages which i know is always like exactly one complaint enclosure and like yeah. <laughs> really helpful um other like like supports and sort of guides to make it easy to get started yeah. i think i think rust is an interesting comparison actually because it's a pain in the ass language you know, I mean, it yeah, really it's a is. very complex language. Right. It's, yeah. I mean, you know, compared to closure, it's yeah. a very complex language. It's, it's like a, a lot of it is yeah. a lot of it is relatively straightforward if you know like C yeah. or like stuff like that. But you know, again, not that many people are kind of C experts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But even if yeah. you know C, you know, right. I was a C programmer back in the day, so mm. I kind of recognize it. And if you know Go, you recognize mm-hmm. Rust. But mm. they have this, obviously, this borrow checker, which is the most problematic thing of Rust. And it's the yeah. thing that the compiler, the autocratic compiler, mm. will, you know, <laughs> keep its troops in line. Um, but, you know, it's got a lot of, uh, and they've made a lot of promises about it, which they definitely can't keep. But, you know, but, but they've definitely, like, you know, without without, I mean, yeah, yeah shit on our uh, on Rust a little bit, but uh, <laughs> but um, but you know, I think what they've done what they've done well is they've said, okay, we'll 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 have some resources to try and like deal with this complex. We know it's a complicated language, and we're gonna we're gonna commit to making yeah. it accessible and you know give give people a fighting chance. And I and yeah. I really think that that's something which the official group in Closure could do more of, you know. And, yeah. They're, they're they're obviously a bit better resourced than they were in the past, and I don't know why there's a sort of reluctance to hire some documentation people. Um, yeah, th- that yeah. seems a bit that seems a bit silly, actually. You know, um, that's maybe because one, there, there yeah. would be nothing wrong with having a documentation tool that was the equivalent. Oh yeah, of yeah. Like, it's it's know. a skill, right? It's it's yeah, not, it's not something. I mean, yeah, uh, I can't write. Sure. I, I can't. I can't write properly structured documentation because I cannot right. think like you know how the people who are reading it. Because there is this right. um, uh, framework. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, I forgot Ataraxis or whatever. Like you know, there is there is a different way you write uh, frequently asked questions. There is a different way you write cookbooks. There is a different way you write reference guides. Yes. Like, oh, I know is, what you're talking about. The, that. Yeah, yeah. There is a guide. framework, right, yeah, for yeah. the documentation. I was reading about it. I'm like, fuck, I don't, there is so much I don't know yeah. about. And I cannot be skilled at this. So I would rather it's find very... someone who is good at this stuff yeah, and then sure. they can construct this. Yeah. yeah. Which for is sure. something that, that. Yeah, I think that's probably another like, like, I don't know, difference or like weakness of the, like, there, there doesn't seem to be a lot of like, uh, what am I trying to say? like community efforts it's like kind of all scattered mm. like there's not like a strong yeah, yeah. like like central organization like mm-hmm. not that like you know i don't want to make it sound like the closure core team like owes the community anything or is not doing enough obviously they do an immense amount of work but like like you said like in other languages there are like working groups and it's a little i guess it's more it's it's very closed right it's very like I think yeah. that's something that's very fair to say about closure. It's a closed core and yes. it's a very yeah. like yeah. top down dictator. I mean, for all the like what for I all the autocracy. Yeah, exactly. We are talking about like <laughs> yeah. we are we are living through it's that true. one in closure. You it's, know, it's, it's like a, in an autocracy it's a, here. Yeah, it's a Chinese exactly. Communist Party, more like I and think. Yes. Of course, like <laughs> Rich has been elected to another five years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, of course, like, you know, Cognitect and, and Newbank and all of the, the other core team, like, are obviously very supportive of the community efforts and stuff, but there's, yeah, there's no yeah. like connection back to the core. Like they're not interested yes. in, um, yeah. for whatever it is, whether it's lack of resources or lack of interest or lack of time, like there's no like loop, like looping it back in to the core of closure. It's like everyone is just on their own. And so you get these, you do get a lot of people, like all these grassroots, like courses together and people like you doing all this work. Yeah. Yeah, Closure us together, but it's all, and of course, like they're there and they're funding it, but it's a very like Mm. hands off, like it's not like a a working group spawned from the core team. It's very much like a totally separate independent thing do whatever yeah. the hell you want. And like, we don't care. And we're not going to explicitly like 
endorse or yeah, endorse or yeah, exactly. But I think, I think, it's, but I think it's fair enough way. for I think for like eighty percent of the stuff that the you know it's a lisp. People can do what they want, and I think that's mm. fine. You know, all the libraries and stuff like that. But I think the documentation mm-hmm. is something else. I think, and again, mm. it's not a matter of owing someone something. But if you if you're sure. like if, like if I was like if I was New Bank, you know, and I bought this company for okay, they bought it for Datomic probably more than anything else. But still, Datomic usually exists well with Closure. They've got a lot of Closure people. So why aren't they spending a little bit of time, like you say, because it, it serves their own purposes. It's enlightened self-interest, making like beginner experience, onboarding documents, making a language more accessible to their own developers even, and then publicizing that right. because it, you know, it can't exactly be a competitive bloody advantage. You know, so it's mm. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So things like that to me would things like that to me are kind of like it's not a matter matter of owing, owing someone something, but being like pragmatic about wanting to keep the language growing mm. so that you as a business can actually keep right. recruiting people. You know. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's not right. It's not in the sense of like, oh yeah, why isn't why aren't they doing this or doing that or doing more? It's <laughs> just like. Like you said, like, you know, there, there's people always talking, oh, how do we grow closure and closures, you know, they want more people to use closure, but it's, yeah, like at a certain point, you're going to run out of jaded Java developers to draw on <laughs> and you're going to like start training I mean, you, you new can people. Only, you, you can only, you can only pedal the dope for so many people. At some point, you're going to reach the yeah. maximum and you're like, okay, well, well, we got these people done. I think that the whole demographic of, of you know. <laughs> But I also Scarred. think, right, yeah, right. but I, Java developers is over now. Yeah, but I also think that that like closure community is really nice. It's very warm and welcoming. It's a nice thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but but other com- communities are nice too. I mean, the art, the yeah, Rust exactly. community is actually Absolutely, very nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, I've got to say, yeah, um, yeah, you know, and and for all the bullshit, the JavaScript community is really nice too. You know, um, so it, yeah, it's very fun. You know, it's yeah, yeah, they're a fun but bunch. That is the thing. I mean, sure. it's like it, it, it's. There are people who are at the intersection of all these communities, right? So yeah, it's, there are yeah. people right, who are right. working in one and then working in other. So the, the nice person mm-hmm. is a nice person always, and it's not like yeah, exactly. oh, just because yeah. I'm I'm using closure, I'm an asshole. I mean, I'm I'm an asshole always. So <laughs> it doesn't matter just because I'm using closure. Yeah. I'm an idiot. It doesn't right, matter. Right. So it can be you know I can be stupid in multiple languages. You know, asshole in multiple communities. Yeah, exactly. Like a polyglot asshole. <laughs> but but the, the point is is, is that <laughs> sorry Kira <laughs> because <laughs> because time, time and again in in the closure surveys there if there is one thing that people are asking for one thing is it's not like we you know of course we uh, I'm just speculating about who is spending their time on uh, on what because the there, there should be at least like a vision right it doesn't need to be like an inaction hmm. they can just say hey mm-hmm. we we bless closure is together to take over some things like core async has like 200 bugs, whatever, 20 bugs that are, that need to be fixed. And right. we can, you know, establish people who have been contributing to this and then say, give them, you know, the, the whole point of leadership is delegation, right? So succession right. and delegation and yeah. succession, which yeah, is the yeah. biggest challenges yeah. for, for any, any entity. So it would right. be nice to do something like that. Otherwise we're just hanging in this limbo and and competing people doing things, you know, specs two versus Mali versus schema, and then something else. And yeah, something else. totally, totally. It is it is yeah, not there's... fun for the people who are who are coming into the community. I mean, I've been in this that's for, for well, I've been on on the sites for ten years, so I or eleven years. Yeah, 
So I know, so I got used to this, you know, like I have like a tunnel vision now. <laughs> I bought into right, the code, right. so I, I I don't see any problems. But for the new folks, <laughs> it's it's stressful. I think know? the Stockholm syndrome is strong with this one. Yes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally. Every no, day it's I just every day I just genuflect towards uh, Rich's house, you know, <laughs> three times a day. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing oh is, gosh. well, though, is that in the in the uh, last sort of ten, eleven years, like the closure yeah. platform, the closure, like the the complexity of closure itself, the facilities that closure offers has grown quite a lot. You know. Yeah, these yeah. reducers, transducers, um, the core async stuff, you know, all of these things right. that, that you kind of weren't around at the beginning. And you as if you've had if you've been there for ten years, you kind of like drip yeah, being drip fed gradually, them. You know, yes, drip fed yes. them like yeah. year by year by year. There's a new yeah, big thing yeah. every right. year or two. And you it's just okay, you can absorb it. But if you're yeah. just walking up to the platform now or the language mm. now, it's like holy shit, you know. Mm. This is a lot there's a lot of stuff yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. And there's, yeah, there's no like sort of authoritative guide on getting started. And that's yeah, the thing. It's yeah. like every, every resource is different. And even at this point, like there's people who start and they're like, which build tool do I use? There's like Linean, there's Depths, Eda now, which is supposed to be like the big like thing that well, I think, I think there is clarity new... around that one, Kira. You know, I think the core team have made it clear that that's, <laughs> they yeah, want to use that thing, that, you know, yeah. so that is yeah, good. No, I mean, I, I like that. That is, that is like, okay, yeah. we are making a tool. This is what we use, you know, and if you don't like use it, the... fair enough, but this is the supported thing. And and I, right, I think that, right. that attitude for, if we could take that attitude towards documentation, I think we'd be winning. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or, but yeah, hey, or the, like the advantage now like is that said. for the... For the data people who are going to get started on that one, they don't have this problem anymore. Very soon. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, very we'll soon. See. Very so, soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when are you due to kind soon. of like, uh, yeah, is it coming soon? Is it like next year or is it? Yeah. Like... No, it is. It is underway. Is like it, I'm working it on it actively. Two? So, <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's, I'm just thinking about it. Just, yeah. No, yeah. So I've, like, I received the funding for this quarter. And so I'm, uh, yeah. I am aiming best case scenario. So I am still like, it's still just like a part-time, not even part-time it's yeah, like yeah, a of hobby course, yeah. level thing. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm aiming to have like roughly a chapter per quarter done. So like by next summer ish to be mm, yeah. um, at least mostly, mostly through with it. And it'll, you know, I, I hope, or I will see, I guess, but I, I'm hoping at some point, like the, the community can contribute as well. So like, yes, exactly, I think, yeah there have been there have been efforts like this before this is not the first attempt to make like a mm. guide for closure data science um yeah but when i was talking to people who worked on it before about why it kind of fizzled um like one of the main reasons was there's just kind of like lack of like editorial um mm. consistency and lack of like like a you know, single person kind of like keeping yeah. it going. So like people contribute when they can, but then they run out of time or they lose interest. And like this way, hopefully like having, I mean, that's what, I mean, I say hopefully as if like, this is the goal this is what my plan with this money is to be like, to be that person who's like not going to let it die. Like it's now my actual responsibility to closure us together to deliver this project. So, so um, you will be that autocratic yeah. leader. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Lay down the the rules for the yeah. We the got that. You know, but, I mean, uh, we we all know that you know, world progressed or regressed. You know, uh, otherwise, then only because of this autocracy, right? Otherwise, we we stay the same. And 
it's always like every five uh, years, five step forwards, five step backwards because of all this uh, stupid demand. No, let, let's let's That's say that it's a uh, let, let's say it's more inspired leadership, Kira, rather than um, you know, autocracy. Yeah. yeah, no, I certainly hope. Like, yeah, I want it. I would like for it to be like open and and it is. I mean, it's all like going to be open source and it'll be a free resource and whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, That's good. yeah. We'll see, see, closer but people are cool. <laughs> oh man, yeah, the community's been great for sure. That's definitely one of my favorite parts of closures is, is the people, my you know, not just my coworkers, but also the the broader community. Like it's just there are some languages that are just hostile. Like you ask a question and it's just like <laughs> it's scary almost. It's like oh god, I'm gonna get called stupid. Oh, they're gonna think I'm dumb. Oh, like mm-hmm. I have to make a fake profile. And <laughs> like, yeah, with closure, like yeah, I'm just I'm myself on Twitter on Slack. Like I'm yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. I've gotten yeah. to know several people in the community just over the internet and it's, they're all, yeah, it's been great. And just on the community forums, there's always like, people are pretty reasonable. And if they aren't like other people chime in, like it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a, yeah. uh, it's a pretty functional community, which is really impressive. Honestly, it's pretty, it's, yeah. it's pretty rare in my experience. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. Part of, maybe it's just part of the yeah. function of it being a bit small, you know? But, yeah, um, that's really true. It, it definitely it does feel yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see it in the in the next few years. But yeah, it does feel like there's there's yeah, a handful of like, you know, really prolific contributors and like kind of everybody almost like knows them and it's the same faces, you know, you go through the mm-hmm. podcast circuit or the conference circuit and it's a lot of familiar faces. Oh yeah. So, yeah. 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 I mean, I'm getting and, sick uh, of it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Try to find some new New I mean, I, I keep, I keep, here. I keep, I keep listening to this Defan podcast. This fucking Vijay guy. I mean, it's like fucking every episode, <laughs> it's such a wind keeps running <laughs> on and on and on about Emacs. Like, what the fuck? Stop it, man! This keeps going. Anyway, <laughs> can't get enough of this guy. That's hilarious. Yeah, can't, can't stand him anymore. But yeah, oh I think God. that's anyway. the thing. Like that, that like top down. Because yeah, like the you know. Alex Miller is one of the most, the more public like members of the core team. And he's just yeah, has like yeah, a really yeah. like friendly demeanor and like a really oh, like, yeah, yeah. kind of like happy go lucky yeah. kind of vibe. And so I think that, you know, that like sets the tone for like the community, mm-hmm. right. When it's yeah. like, here's the official communications and like the official style. And yeah. But I must say, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think maybe it's a kind of a hot take or controversial opinion. And in my opinion, I think Alex did way more to closure, being more friendly and and you know being more adopted. I think than 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 Rich because you know Rich was of course you know all the ideas were from Rich. Obviously Alex will give all the credit to Rich, but he did significant amount of work in terms of making it more like a you know um, a community. You know, otherwise it was mm-hmm. it was it was a bit different and. Um, I, yeah. I read somewhere that you know Einstein wasn't able to explain his shit to the lay people that easily, so he had to. There, there is another right. person who was able to explain this shit to you know uh, to to the people. So Alex is like that, and then Rich is like you know doing all the hard work of hammocking, and then Alex was able to explain the stuff, you know, like, like bringing the ten commandments commandments in uh, normal language for people <laughs> for people to understand. Like, what the fuck is he talking about? That's interesting. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I haven't yeah. been around lo- like fairly long enough in the community, but yeah, obviously I've yeah, noticed yeah, yeah. like Alex Miller is obviously more public. I mean, Rich is like almost yes. not public whatsoever, which is yeah, totally yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. But um, I mean, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. He's obviously some sort of genius, like his conference talks and his 
like way of thinking <laughs> about programming is really yes. unique and inspiring. But uh, yeah, yeah, like I do think that's really important for sure. Like you said, to have and yeah, I think Alex deserves huge credit for for that for being yeah. like um, just like a like a friendly face for the the kind of core team. Like I think that's really important yes. to show people that it's approachable. And you know, and Rich is like in his like most the only you know I've obviously never like there's very there's very little like interaction with himself and in some yeah, of his yeah. talks and some of the videos that are out there like he's a little salty he's kind of like a crusty mm. old guy and it's like <laughs> you know and that's fine i get it like i'm i'm like i'm only 30 and i'm like almost done with the world but like you know, <laughs> it's, now like, you can imagine how he feels after writing c++ exactly. for so long like, i get it i get being jaded and salty about the world but like you know i can <laughs> I think it's but I think that also... I think one of the one of the reasons as you mentioned is is because the newer people hasn't haven't been there because I was there on the IRC right. when Rich was very active you know back in the day before right. all the slack and so it was I mean because I was on IRC way long before and and I know how IRC communication is compared to that shit this is complete this is like you know right. welcoming warm hugs you know like <laughs> answering I'm super answering curious. things because yeah, I'm super so curious if, that if, if you if like. you if you I'm go back and, and all the all the closure IRC uh, free node logs are there. You can read, you can see all the discussions, and it's it's a. I mean, that's also the reason why <laughs> I'm I'm there since well, at least the beginning beginning of the times, and uh, I don't know, twelve years now almost, uh, two thousand nine, I guess. So I'm right. I'm still sticking around because of the you know uh, the the thinking behind closure how rich was communicating answering questions and helping people and then slowly alex taking the helm and then you know making it a bigger community and then right. we are, we're doing our tiny part of you know whatever i could do which is well i'm not a i'm, I'm a mediocre developer so i can't produce like sure. fascinating code so i can shit talk yeah, about yeah. other languages <laughs> <laughs> on everything so yeah. that that that's my contribution to closure. Yeah. I think, I think yeah, sure, just, yeah. the sort of uh, the new kid on the block as well, Mister Forgus, shouldn't be uh, yeah. left out. I think he's quite a yeah, friendly yeah. fellow as yeah, well. Yes. He's setting he's setting a good tone. You know, it'll be interesting to see what he's yeah, coming up with sure. in the next uh, few years because obviously he's, you know, he's in the core team now, so yeah, they yeah, must yeah. be right, doing right. bits and pieces. Um, mm. And there's a there's a conge next year, so it'll be interesting to see. You know. Yeah. What oh, that's exciting! Be talking about that, okay. yeah, yeah, it should be good. I heard it's yeah. the twenty seventh and twenty eighth. I think we've, we've taken okay. so cool. much of your time now, Kira. Oh yeah, it's like we've it's no, like so not long. at all. It's, uh, but it's uh, happy to I, be here. Yeah, no, I wanted to sort of uh, change gears a little bit and just uh, I noticed uh, in the background there you've got a couple of uh, mats, and um, I noticed that you're like trying to do closure based yoga. <laughs> <laughs> that's my my other thing yeah i'm uh, i'm also a yoga teacher uh in my you know my off time or whatever my my day job is still software development because unfortunately yoga does not pay the bills but um i'm working <laughs> on it yeah. yeah and uh yeah yeah that's my uh my other it started as like you just like a personal interest thing but then this past year i uh started teaching as well so yeah, right now I do Ooh, nice. some online courses and a couple working on getting a couple of small things. I just moved uh, to a new province, so starting to try to set up some kind of public classes around here. But all oh, right, okay. Yeah, so you're so doing it in person as well. Of, yeah. 
Yeah, in the past, so in, in my previous town, so I moved here, I guess I guess it's been a couple of months now. I say I just moved, but we got here like early September, so it's been like over two months. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I was teaching sort of uh, last summer and and uh, into the fall, and now it's a uh, you know, process like trying to get to know the right people to find the right space and whatever to rent. But mm. um, yeah, nice. in the meantime, I was like, yeah, I'm never going to figure this out. I'll just teach online too. So yeah. That's, uh... But you're doing it online as well, right? I've been meaning to join one of the things because I'm I'm on like a, I think uh, today's my 98th day of yoga. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's I'm awesome. trying to keep a discipline. I want to reach hundred nice. at some point. I mean, I've been there doing on well, and a couple off, more being, days. Being, being Indian, you know, like we, it's kind of like <laughs> a, uh, it's a thing for us sitting cross legged and. You know, right, right. Yeah, no, I know. That's part I'll, of the problem. It's just like it's so. It's weird being, it's kind of weird because like, so in like software, like I'm almost always the only woman in the room and it's like, I'm very like standout and like <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of this like weird, like, uh, like anomaly in any group, but like in the world of yoga, like it's, it's just like so cliche, like 99% of teachers are like skinny. You know what? Girls, that is the thing that like... scares me to go to yoga studios. <laughs> That's why yeah, I just well, do it I at get home. It. It's like fucking every, everybody's it's... just women. I'm like, I don't want to be there. And then suddenly I'm the... Like the, yeah. me too the, guy, the Me Too moment of yoga. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck? I don't want to be yeah. there. And and I went to this uh, sewing classes these days. I mean, like six of them. Oh, nice. And I'm the I'm the only guy. I Everyone else is, is female or you know non male, whatever. Like, yeah. I feel so like, is this okay? Is this okay for them? Is this okay for me? I'm I'm confused. That's like, hilarious. god damn it, this is so stressful. Imagine feeling like that at work every day for a day. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yes. Like, yes. I mean, yeah. I, I'm I'm not comparing because nobody is well, yeah. doing shit like people do for women anyway to me, and nobody is groping no, or, or being, being stupid and yeah. But it, I, I can imagine mean. like it's a weird feeling being like probably oh, probably boy, like, like twenty times what you're probably feeling. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that, that's yeah, why like, I don't, oh, don't want to go to yoga studios because everybody. Sure. I'm, I'm just the only guy, and it is I don't awkward. Stand I totally out. get that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, it's it strange. Is. But anyway, it's I'm weird. doing it at home, and that's that's okay. And and yoga is. But like, that's awesome. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. totally have a home practice. I do most of my practice exactly. at home now too. I I uh, yeah, yeah. I go like back and forth between studios yeah. and and home. It depends, but yeah, but no, that's but, a big part of my life for sure. I, I quite enjoy it. Is there a particular yeah. style of um, of yoga, or is it like? Uh, I know they have these like uh, hot, hot hot yoga studios and stuff like <laughs> right. that. You know? <laughs> Yeah, there's unfortunately there's no hot yoga studio where I live now. I moved to a pretty small town, but um, I used to do hot yoga all the time. I love it. Uh, but yeah, what I teach is mostly like the pretty classical, like they call it vinyasa yoga. So it's like a flowy, yeah, yeah. like Flow, kind of yeah. like mm. workout based with a little yeah. bit of breathing okay. and meditation stuff. Um, I sometimes do yin yoga, which is like a much slower kind of static stretching style a little bit so it's more like get into a pose and hold it for three minutes or five minutes and then right, you might only okay. do like yeah. six poses in a class or something mm-hmm. um it's really it's really fun to hear all this western interpretation of yoga because for if you right yeah traditional indian thing there is just only one thing that's it and there is not There's just much yoga of, and there is like ashtanga yeah. and vinyasa and then hot yoga and yin yoga and There's ayangar yoga, yin Vikram yoga, yoga. And I'm like what the fuck is this i'm like nidra. i'm super confused what are all these yeah yeah that is that is funny <laughs> i always i'm always very curious yeah how it 
how it comes off right so like you said like someone who yeah, grew yeah. up where yoga is just more like in the yeah it was like daily thing for us in the in the yeah, schools it's at home it's this, like, a... like obscure workout thing no, it's like no, no. just a, a way of life and then yeah, yeah like yeah. how does it feel to just be like oh my god there's all these like skinny white girls on instagram like <laughs> handstands or whatever i don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> like what like i don't do shit on instagram so i probably don't know <laughs> <laughs> that that my like, guess yeah. is they're probably selling something else than yoga so like uh, yeah mm. yeah yeah <laughs> so i know it's definitely it makes me very self-conscious for sure like it's yeah like i was lucky like the the you know whatever some of the teachers i've had have been big on the like philosophy side and all the yeah, yeah spiritual yeah. stuff but like it's it is yeah. weird because right because it's you don't you don't want to be insensitive about it like it does come from this like ancient like wisdom tradition you know and then it's yeah, yeah. like become this kind of form of weird acrobatics almost and it's yeah. like it's, I mean, it, uh, it was always meant to be like before you go into meditative state you just do some physical right. stuff that that was that was the whole idea it was never right, right. something that is standing on its own you know right it's part of the yeah. bigger i mean ashtanga is not just yoga but there are seven it's other part things of the path that you need to enlightenment to... man exactly yeah. yeah i mean the, the, yeah. the yoga that you're doing is just one of the eight not anyway Fuck it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talk about like the. I don't want to go into different direction. Yeah, yeah. We can. Yeah. Well, we can have a little yo- lesson in yoga philosophy, I guess. But uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean that's another thing. I started out trying to have separate profiles, so like I had, and I I do have like a separate like Instagram or whatever. But on Twitter, mm. you know, I was doing like yoga with Kira, and then like my yeah. personal yo- Twitter, which is more like programming stuff and leftist politics, as you notice. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I was just like, oh my gosh, like I'm drowning in social media accounts here, and so I just ended <laughs> up like now I share it all to the same. And then place, and then and you, have, you like, suddenly post a closure snippet to your yoga account, and everybody's like, what the fuck? I'm done with you. Yeah. And then you and post, that's the thing. Yoga is, stuff and- <laughs> I get that it's confusing yeah. for sure. And it's a little bit, but most of the <laughs> students I've had online have been from either like the closure community or like my other yeah. various like professional communities. So it's, it is interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of overlap there, but um, I mean, it's nice that yeah, online just, you're also a multidimensional person. You're not just one, you know, yeah, stream of consciousness, I guess, like closure snippets, you know? If you see race yeah, to exactly. account, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that's what I'm I, yeah, that's that I'm as random I... as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I um, decided. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we should, we'll certainly post the post the link to to the thing. I I know that you have um, a link to the online classes that you're doing like regularly. So oh, I'll, sure, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll put yeah, the right now... into the thing. I'm running a couple of week, but yeah, the schedule is on my website and I'm, I'm thinking about maybe yep. starting up like a, I say morning club, but I'm not a morning person. So by morning, I mean like <laughs> nine or 10 a.m., but like a morning class. Uh, yeah. I think well. for, so for your we'll morning see. is going to be evening for, for, you know, European people. That's so. it. Yeah. A lot so of people perfect, are in like yeah. Europe. Yeah. Or, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or a midnight yoga if you're, if you're in uh, India, if I haven't offended all the Indians listening right, to the podcast, right. but anyway. Um, <laughs> Anyway, exactly. on that um, on that uh, enlightened note, I think yeah, uh, yes. Thank, thanks a lot for joining, <laughs> Kira. I think it's been it's been a pleasure, and um, I think that's the perfect episode for us to come back to. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it's been oh, too long, to and it's, a, it's such here. a yeah, it's a it's such a fresh breath of air, and you know, uh, the the new generation coming into closure, and and you know, looking <laughs> looking stuff into a different. 
different perspective rather than grumpy old morons you know <laughs> coming in and then saying oh you know we know how to do this shit uh, but it's wow. it's awesome and and you know looking forward to your your uh, project on the on the data yeah, stuff and, and so more much. awesome stuff that you're going to do yeah i mean despite that cool. god is not yeah, real thanks. you're doing god's work you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah cool. no thanks for having me and uh yeah excited to see where it all takes me also yeah definitely yeah. sure we'll see we'll you watch around. with interest yes nice yeah so, hopefully keep in touch yep definitely so that's it from us for episode 86 and um, hopefully um the next episode is not going to be uh as uh how do you call that like the, the 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 distance between this episode and the next episode is hopefully going to be less than the previous one so mm. that's do the maths people hope. do the maths yeah. exactly <laughs> i mean you're all smarter way smarter than i am and I'm, i i was trying to sound smart but fuck it um <laughs> thanks for listening and uh, go check out uh, kira's website and uh, also follow her on twitter if, uh, everywhere we'll post the links um and uh yeah and we are looking forward to coming up with the next episode thank you thanks yeah. again kira thank you also there's a might be a little easter egg at the end of this episode where my son was playing the piano and our dog started singing along so we might put a little easter egg oh. of, our, of our of our of my dog singing along to my son playing the piano at the it's end like of this it's amazing <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. It's like one of those seizure warnings before superhero <laughs> movies. So be ready. Oh, that's amazing. I'll that's send it. it to you on the private messages. <laughs> oh, wonderful. God. Yeah. Wonderful. It's hilarious. Anyway, cheers, everyone. Bye. Wonderful. Bye. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Deaf Anne. And the awesome vegetarian music or the track is Melon Hamburger by Pizzeri. And the show's audio is mixed by Walter Dullert. I'm pretty sure I butchered his name. Um, maybe you should insert your own name here, Dullert. Wouter. If you'd like to support us, uh, please do check out our Patreon page. And you can show your appreciation to all the hard work or the lack of hard work that we're doing. And um, you can also catch up with uh, either Ray with me for some unexplainable reason. Uh, you want to interact with us, then uh, do check us out on Slack, Closure in Slack or Closureverse, or on Zulip, or just at us at Deafen Podcast on Twitter. Enjoy your day and see you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.